hello welcome back friend if this is your first time listening to me i'm christina smith mccully on every social media platform so make sure that we're friends on there i want to make sure that we're connected so you can find me tiktok facebook or instagram under christina smith mccully if you are an og uh, that means original gangster let's say original um, op original podcast list okay if you're an og then welcome back thank you for being here i'm honored and i appreciate it so a couple of things before we get started like i said find me another thing is are you signed up for my free email that comes out on monday mornings um you can go to christina smith mccully and sign up there i need to take a link down i think there's a link for like um a mentoring support group but i have closed that out for this session i'll start a new one in august probably this one's going to go january to may and um i just wanted to keep it really small and intimate so i need to take that down but i need to put up a waiting list so that i can connect with you if you want to be a part of my second one that'll be in august it's basically an online live group where i'm sending devotionals every day text messages every day uh, weekly bible studies we go live together um, I post the scriptures a few days before, then we go live and go over the Bible study together. So if you didn't get in on this one, just stay tuned. There will be another one, like I said, in August. Um, I'll post a waiting list in there so that I can get that. Okay, I think that's it. So let's get started. I'll be right back after the introduction. Well, hey, y'all. Welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not-so-funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God... He continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. So I was MIA last week. I planned on doing it on Sunday. Um, I had a really busy busy week at my salon thank you god he's really blessing it and just keeping me very busy also my papa if you hadn't heard he was in the hospital he had a tumor removed off his colon he is doing better thank god he's 88 so they cut him pretty much down his stomach completely so that was really hard on him because it was you know a really big incision he has staples in his home but him and my granny are just older and there's just you know it's just hard um so please keep them both in your prayers and so sunday i was like okay i'm not leaving the house i am going to do my podcast i'm gonna get some things done because i had not been home like in probably 10 days straight so um i mean home at night but you know what i mean so plan on doing that sunday well my son had a birthday party and you know seven year olds that can read birthday invitations now you can't get away with saying oh that that's something I, I don't know what that is i don't know you know i mean i know it's a white lie but uh, forgive me um so we had to go so that took the afternoon and then i got home and had family over um it just the night just slipped by then i planned on doing it every single day next last week and then again just worked every day at my salon um but here we are 
Okay. So this morning I'm like, okay, God, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? I always like him to lead me. I don't want to do this out of my own flesh or what my emotions are doing. So I like him to lead me. And he just kind of laid on my heart that, um, you know, the number one thing that I get comments on TikTok or views about is when I talk about how do we forgive someone who's hurt us? How do we do that? And so he just laid on my heart to like, let's just go over that again. I mean, I've done another podcast on this, but it's such an important subject. And it's one that I think we need constantly because it's not just somebody who's hurt us, anyone who's offended us. I mean, the person in traffic or the drive through person being rude or a friend that you never thought would or someone that is not even a friend that you've heard said something about you. You know, we can get offended at the country at the government at social media there's offense always and forgiveness is necessary and we're going to talk about it um because it's just it's just a block it is a road block from keeping us in a constant communication with god really i mean he's always there but that unforgiveness and that bitterness and resentment that we keep harbored and we don't give up to him it's just a block and the enemy loves it. He loves it. He loves to remind us what someone has done to us, why we should be mad, why they don't deserve forgiveness, and that we need to just think about that all the time, right? He loves that. And I think the reason, the main reason why I feel like is because it was so important to God. I mean, look at Jesus. It was so important that he sent his son and his son forgave our sins for what we've done to him you know so I I feel like that's probably why it's such an important thing to God and why the enemy fights so hard to keep us up in our feelings our emotions our offenses so we're going to talk about that okay so someone's hurt you right let's let's go on both sides of that so someone that you really don't know you don't care about um, it's not a big deal someone that It's just a part of life, maybe, like I said, like the drive-thru person, or someone cut you off in traffic, or um, someone left a rude comment on a TikTok or a Facebook reel. Hello. Oh my gosh. All the time. Not really on TikTok as much. Facebook is crusher. And then people, mm, I catch myself, I catch myself getting resentful. I have to like quickly get past it um, and talk to God about it. Okay. So let's talk about though on the flip side someone you love very much someone that you never thought would hurt you someone that's supposed to love you a parent that is supposed to love you supposed to look out for you a spouse that you never thought would do what they did a pastor a best friend and we're like no no that they don't deserve forgiveness how am i supposed to forgive that how can i forgive that like i think about if someone hurts my children like Oh, what? What? That's one of them, their special grace for that place. Because it is like, you can't even imagine it outside of the grace. But, you know, grace is given to us when we need it. Not necessarily like right now. But if I need, I mean, we're always, does that, okay, we're always given grace. But special grace for certain place is whenever you're in the situation that you thought you could never get through. But then that grace it's poured on you from God. When you come along and read a verse like Ephesians 4, 31, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you. Wait a minute, God, they talked about me. What? Along with malice, 
Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. What? Like, okay, but, I mean, what they did to me, well, what have we done to God? Even if you think you've never done anything to him, he is so holy and so supposed to be first in our life that us putting anything before him is doing something to him. And I know I have put stuff before him. I know that I, you know, try to refocus every night on like, okay, what am I putting before you? I don't want it before you. You are number one. I, I, you're number one. You know, I think we sometimes think, yeah, but I wouldn't do that to them. But it's not about that. What have we done to anyone? I remember one time someone talked about me and I was like, I would never, I would have never done that to them. And God reminded me, okay, but it's not about them. What if... What have I forgiven you for? What have you done to other people that I've forgiven you for? And it puts it in perspective because, you know, we look at the person as the enemy and the person is not the enemy. The human is not the enemy. It's the enemy, this enemy, and he uses people to hurt us. And if we look at it like that, that I'm not fighting against flesh and blood. I'm fighting against the principle and the powers of this current age, the enemy, he uses people to hurt us. And when we can look at it like that, it, it I do believe it helps to take out the person. You know, um, it's just, it's one of those things where we have to stop looking at what they did to us and what has what have I been forgiven for. And that's what really helped me in that situation. And, and other, I mean, basically any other situation because I've, you know, and I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there because, I mean, God already knows I'm thinking it. I'm just going to put it out there, uh, just out in the airways, okay? I will probably be tested this week with this because I'm always tested with the resentment and unforgiveness thing, you know, because I just, I don't want it because I've been forgiven for so much as I don't want to harbor resentment and unforgiveness. So I'll probably be tested this week on this. I was just recently tested and I was very upset with someone and was very upset and giving them a silent treatment and God showed me he's like you're like a Pharisee walking by them with your nose stuck up in the air how are they ever going to know my love when you're walking by like giving them the cold shoulder so I was like okay well I knew I had to forgive I don't know how but I knew I had to and then he helped me only his grace he helped me then I caught myself having some resentment build up again and I'm like and I'm telling you my thought was they should really be grateful for what I've forgiven them for. You know, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, what? Because the person wasn't acting grateful. <laughs> the person was not, um, you know, bowing down to me, telling me thank you. And my thought was like, they should be grateful that I've forgiven them. And then like, God was like, oh, pride, ego there, ego. And I was like, oh. Okay, 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 okay. So it's not a one and done thing. Like when someone hurts us, it's not a one and done. I'm forgiving you. Boom. Sometimes it might be. It might. It could be. But for most of us, it is a constant laying it back down at his feet. Constantly. Why is it important to forgive? The first thing I already said earlier was because of what Jesus did. That's the number one thing. Um what God has forgiven us for. The second thing is, is because it's only holding you back. 
is only holding you back. It's only holding a wall between you and your Heavenly Father. It's putting a wall between you and other people. It's not It's not doing anything to that person. They don't care. Listen, they moved on. Okay, I told this story the other day. It's worth repeating. Let's say a dog. You have a dog. You love that dog. You've had it for a long time. It comes up and bites you. And you're hurt. You're betrayed. You're like, what in the world? Everything I've done for you? What? I mean, you're just like, you're angry. The dog runs off. Okay? You turn around and you see a rock, 50-pound rock. You pick it up. You put a picture of the dog's face on that rock so that you can constantly remember it. And you carry that rock with you everywhere. Now, it's heavy. It's heavy. But you're going to, I mean, you are determined that that's it. Like, that dog betrayed you. I am not going to let this go. I'm not going to forget this. And the dog's off living its happy life. It's like jumping around, eating kibbles and bits and stuff. Like, it's fine. But you're carrying that rock around. What if you just lay it down? Let God deal with the dog. If you just lay it down. See, we think forgiveness means that we are excusing behavior. That does not mean that we are excusing the behavior. Wrong is wrong. Just because I lay something down and let God deal with it does not mean that I'm saying what they did was okay. And I think that we we have that in our mind. Like, if I let this go, I'm saying what they did was okay. No, you're not. You're just letting God handle it. You're not carrying it that weight around with you anymore. You're just saying, here, God, and you're doing it for you. A friend of mine wrote me the other day about she had been very, very angry with her mom. And I had been kind of talking with her throughout probably the years of like forgiveness and all. And she wrote me, she was like, I never realized it. I thought that forgiving her meant I was doing it for her, but I was, but really forgiving meant I was doing it for me. I mean, that's so true. Forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. And being resentful and bitter is like drinking poison, wishing the other person would die. That was kind of morbid. But you know what I mean? They don't care. I mean, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be like flippant about it. Flip it. Flip, flipping, flip it. They don't care. They are off living their life. They probably don't even know you're mad. And if they do know you're mad, they've moved on. Because if they haven't tried to apologize yet, they are not holding it. They're not like going throughout their day being like, I wish that person would forgive me. I wish, I wish they would let it go. No. They've went on with their life. You have to, too. You have to lay it down. That's just, that's the bottom line. And let's think about if they did reach out and say they were sorry. Would that cure everything? Is that all you're holding on to? Is that all you need? Probably not. There's probably some pain and some hurt that an I'm sorry is not just going to make you forget it. It's still going to be in your mind. You're still going to, you know, remember it, unfortunately. What would make it better? If they paid, if you got them back, I, I don't know. If you really want to live in God's will, you don't want to get them back, really. I mean, you know, I don't want, I don't want somebody hurt. I don't want somebody exposed. I don't want somebody punished. I mean, punished. I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We just, you know, what's it gonna? What's the apology gonna help? What is payback gonna help? What is it? Is it gonna bring back that time in your life that you were hurt? Is it gonna bring back that person that that hurt you? Is it gonna make things a hundred percent better? Probably not. 
Now, if you get the apology, great. But if you get the apology while you're still holding on to the resentment and bitterness, it's it's not going to do anything. It's not going to do what you want it to do. You have to let go of that resentment and bitterness. You have to lay it down. How do we do that? How do we lay it down at the cross? How, how do we do that? First, I think you have to realize it is a process. It is not, boom, I've forgiven them. It's done. The feelings are gone. I'm all better. It's a process. So in a process, what do we do? If we're, if I'm going through a process, I'm either reading instructions or writing down my steps I'm going to take. So I want you to write it down. Write it out. Y'all know I am big on 99 cent notebooks from the dollar store. I got them everywhere. I journal all the time. That's the best therapy to me. Writing it out. Writing it out. What exactly they did. Why it hurts you. What, I mean, when I write things out, usually there's answers that come and then I write them down too. Now, you're not writing to anybody in particular. You're writing for yourself. But if you need to write, write them a letter. You don't have to mail it. Just write it out. Write God a letter. Just get it out. Get That's a part of the process of getting it out. You have to acknowledge they hurt you. Like, don't try to live in denial. I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. I don't care what they did. I am not hurt. You have to acknowledge the pain. Because just trying to push it down, the enemy loves that. He loves for us to keep things like hidden or in isolation. And I don't mean hidden like you got to tell everybody. No, even hidden from ourselves. Like, just pretending like, that's like saying, you know, I have the flu. I don't have the flu. I don't have the flu. I'm better. I don't have the flu. I mean, come on. You got the flu. So, you know, what are you doing? Write it out. Write it down. Acknowledge your feelings. Okay? If you need to write them a letter. If you need to write God a letter. Write yourself a letter. Get it out. Get it all out there. Because that is a part of the step of healing. I want you to know that by forgiving someone does not mean they have to be in your life. It does not mean that you have to go have lunch with them. In fact, one time I had this friend who really hurt me. I mean, she hurt me bad. And God had released the anger from me. Um, He actually had me do something for her anonymously just for myself. Like, she didn't even know who done it. I I just needed to get rid of it. It was just really eating me up inside. And so he had softened my heart towards her. And I think she had reached out and asked me a question about something like that. Something about something random. And my first thought was, I should ask her lunch. And God was like, no, no. Just because you've forgiven doesn't mean you have to get in the situation again. And so I didn't because, I mean, truthfully, I probably would have got hurt again. And that's where boundaries come in. And knowing that just because you've forgiven does not mean you have to have a relationship with that person. That does, it does not mean that at all. Um, look at someone who's been hurt by someone who's passed away. And they're so angry. I mean, you take it as a parent. Like, they're so angry at their parent, but the parent's gone. Well, you can't have a relationship with them anymore. But it's still important to lay it down. It's still very, very important for your own healing. Another thing is to remind yourself of everybody makes mistakes. And I know this might seem like, oh, she's just trying to take the the what's that word, um, law land approach and say they didn't mean to, but I, I do that a lot. Like if I think someone's hurt my feelings, I'm like, they didn't mean it that way. Like they, I misunderstood it. I'll, or, you know, I mean, this ain't a big deal, but I'm just saying this, this is how, this is how much I used to hold a grudge. If somebody didn't wave at me in town. I'd be like, 
I mean, all kind of thoughts like, how dare they? Are they snotty? Or did I do something? What 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 did I do? Are they mad at me? Did I, and I would just let it like phase at me. Now I'm just like they didn't see me. That's how I, I'm just like they didn't see me. But when you practice compassion and you remind yourself that you've made mistakes, you've hurt people, you've hurt God. I mean, you know, like that's not a condemnation. Don't beat yourself up. I'm just saying trying to turn things around basically in your mind will help soften your heart. Now, if you absolutely cannot do that, there's no way that you can turn it around and have compassion at all. Just ask God to soften your heart. And tell him, I want to lay this down for one, because of you, God, because of what you've done for me. Two, because I just want some peace and freedom. And I want to make sure to have constant open communication with you. That's that's what I have to do. I have to like tell him that. And then when it pops up in my mind again, I remind myself, I'm giving it to you, God. I'm giving it to you. Because I know for me, I've often thought, I forgave them. Why is this popping up in my mind again? Well, because of triggers, okay? Because of the world. Oh, I just burped. I've been drinking water. Sorry. Because of the world. Because of the enemy. I mean, triggers, you know? And I would be like mad at myself. Like, I've forgiven them. Why is this still popping up in my mind? Just lay it back down again. Just lay it back down again. Just talk to God about it again. I think that's another thing that we don't do is we don't we don't want to seem either like we're not forgiving or we don't want to seem maybe weak. We don't want to seem like um, we're walking in disobedience. So we just don't talk about it. We're just like, no, I've forgiven. That's it. I'm forgiven. Just talk to him about it. Just tell him. I'm like, like open communication with God. I'm like, God, I don't want to pray that they're blessed. I don't want to pray for them. I don't want to like them. I don't want to be nice to them. But I want your peace. I want your peace. So whatever I need to do to have your peace, I will do it. And I wait for him to soften my heart. You know, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I mean, I have been like that before where I'm like, I don't want them blessed. God, they already seem like they have everything. Now, here's the key. Seem. Hello, social media. But I don't want to pray that they're blessed. I just tell him that. But then I, I also, you know, tell him, but I want your peace. And I want to be in your will. And I want to be close to you. I want to walk with you. I want to hear from you. I believe holding unforgiveness and resentment blocks us hearing from God. Because it's that important to him. It blocks us hearing from God. And one of the number one things we need to check our heart for daily is is there unforgiveness in my heart that i believe that unforgiveness leads to so much sickness compromising um it does lead to anxiety depression now i'm not saying that there's aren't chemical imbalances too they are but it can also factor in big time to depression anxiety feeling overwhelmed being physically sick in our body all of that is just is that important. So that's how I that's how I talk to God. I I talk to him just like I'm talking to you. When I feel and I want him to check my heart. And when he brings up something that like let's say I'm scrolling Facebook and I see somebody and I'm like Phew. I'm like, Oh, ooh, ooh, where did that come from? I didn't even know that was in there. Okay, God, let's talk about it. Because I don't want it in there. I don't want it in there. It's nothing but a cancer that will grow. It has to be stomped out early, very early. 
because it's a seed and you plant that seed and it is hard to pull out it's like a deep rooted weed okay it gets in there deep it wraps around things it wraps all around just everywhere and it's very hard to pull out the longer we leave it in there so we have to catch it early but if it's been a long time don't think god can't do it he could do anything i'm telling you he could do anything i was so upset with somebody very recently one of the ones i've been talking about <laughs> um and I, I i felt that god was laying on my heart to write a letter and just say you know i don't care what you've done i care about you and i'm like oh, i'm not writing no letter and i told god i was like god you're just gonna have to help me help me i woke up the next day crazy like not even mad and not i mean it was it had to be him it was not me it was not me it was totally him pouring that grace on there and you know this this is crazy too because it sounds like we're supposed to always we feel like we're always supposed to remember what somebody done i constantly ask god help me forget what they've done help me forget it you know in fact when i forgave that person and i felt like all that grace was on me to forgive them and it just didn't even make sense i felt like there was a spider crawling on me um i think it was my hair the enemy would taunt in my ear like you're ridiculous you need to be mad at you you i mean they have done wrong they have hurt people and i it's like i almost forgot what this person had done now is that smart or stupid well it's smart when it comes to my spiritual health all right now, I need to have boundaries. I need to be careful. I need to put into place what needs to be put in place. But as far as spiritually, because in reality, how is anybody going to know God if I'm walking around shunning them because they messed up when I've messed up myself? I have messed up. That's why I just, I never want to judge. I have messed up. No matter what we think, oh, I wouldn't do that. I would do that. It doesn't matter to God. <laughs> it's not holy, regardless of how bad we think it is you know what i mean does that make sense i hope this helps somebody i hope this helps somebody um let's just let's pray for you okay right now father thank you thank you that we can come to you and talk to you about anything thank you that we can talk to you with an open heart being completely honest with how we feel about the person that's hurt us thank you that you still listen that you love us and that you understand Jesus was hurt, but Jesus forgave, and, and I want to be that. I want to follow that role model. Father, I just pray that every single person that's listening just has a fresh revelation of your love for them, your forgiveness for them, your grace and your mercy, and that if there's someone they need to forgive, someone they need to um, just let go of that harbor anger that you just bring it to their mind right now and you give them the grace to do that you walk through it with them and show them how much you love them and how much freedom comes from them releasing it thank you for your son thank you for holy spirit in jesus name we pray amen and amen